0: Allow me to reintroduce myself. What's up, people? Welcome to another edition of Supreme Decisions Legal Minute Podcast. Now, today I'm going to kind of go off the rails just a little bit because I want to talk about the case that has gotten people in an uproar simply because of the nomination of now Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. And it's Roe v. Wade. 410-US-113-1973. Now, the reason why I wanted to go into this case is because everyone's screaming, Oh, he's going to overturn Roe v. Wade. He's going to overturn Roe v. Wade. He's going to overturn Roe v. Wade. Now, here's the instance of why it won't happen. But... There are going to be things that's going to be addressed that Roe v. Wade is going to be considered. On its surface, Roe v. Wade is a Supreme Court case that is about abortion. It's about those that have a have an idea of being pro-choice and those that are being held as pro-life. Now, to give you kind of the gist of, the again, the surface of Roe v. Wade, it was a constitutional law that criminalized or restricted access to abortions, and basically what Roe v. Wade decided was the fact that a woman had the option to give birth or have an abortion up until The fetal or fetus was able to live outside the mother's womb. And I honestly, I can't tell you exactly when that is, but I do know it's um, a good bit of time. But I also know that in Roe v. Wade, being able to live outside the womb does not mean that they don't have access to some things such as an incubator or other medical devices that allow them to breathe and exist outside the womb. Now, um, the reason why it goes through this is because there were issues of privacy and also a violation of the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment. What happens is is you're looking at cases where you have agencies that have been developed by the government such as Child Protective Services, or CPS as a lot of people call them, or in our case, because I'm from Georgia, they call it DFACs. Department of Family and Children's Services, and what their job is, is to protect the interests of the child. Now, when you're thinking about it, at some point, the question has become, where has life began?" And today, we're not going to answer, we're not going to ask that question. We're going to go strictly on the press um, premises of Roe v. Wade and what it actually stands for and what it actually means so if you have that question you can go ahead and cut this off because this is not what we're going to discuss today we're not even going to discuss abortions whether you should or shouldn't whether it's pro-choice pro-life or what have you Um, but I am going to discuss a couple of things that will probably be reconstructed in Roe v. Wade but the gist of Roe v. Wade is the right to do with your body as you choose. That is the gist of Roe v Wade. There are medical exceptions. Most people don't think of it but a tattoo is a medical procedure because it does leave permanent issues or permanent stains on your body. So it's something that you have to live with. There are things that can come from it such as infections that can kill you. There are certain things that can be left upon you that cannot be removed, even if you get them laser removed. (laughs) Again, those are types of surgery. While they're non-invasive, they're non-intrusive, there are surgical procedures that are done, which is why the tattoo industry is regulated. But you still have a choice because of Roe v. Wade. You also have things such as a medical DNR Do not resuscitate. These are things that have to be done with a clear and sound mind. It has to be presented at your time of being um, hospitalized. And it has to be placed into your medical records until further decision. And you also have issues of what they call medical euthanasia. While in most cases it's illegal. There are cases. There are very slim cases. Which is this is the medical review board that a lot of people used to call the death panel when they first heard about it um, with the Obama era and basically what it is is if you are in a medical state and your medicine you're able to reject med- medical help and you're also able to stop taking med- medicine which will enable you to continue your life now those are all because of Roe v. Wade and most people don't Understand The gist of just that Not to get too deep into some of these other things But the fact of the matter is Roe v. Wade itself Is one that is constitutionally protected Simply because I've said it once I've said it twice I'm going to say it a hundred times God gave you rights The state did not So only God can take those rights from you Now when you're talking about taking a life That is one issue Because nobody understands or truly understands when life begins And the Supreme Court tried to do that with the abortion issue in Roe v. Wade While there are still misconceptions of how it's done or when it's done because no one can answer it. There are other factors that go into it because God gave you the choice to do things with your body. God allowed you to do other things with your body. And the government cannot tell you what you can and cannot do. Even if you are accepting a benefit, it is still your choice. The reason why I say that is because a young lady explained to me one day that there was some type of um, procedure that was given to her. And she was like, well, I'm on public assistance. So they told me I had to take this or I had to do, perform, have this procedure performed. And I informed her, I said, no, you have to tell them no or yes, it's your choice, it's not theirs. Just because they're looking at you and they're telling you, the only thing they can do is advise. But at the end of the day, it's still your choice So when you're looking at these things And still trying to say, well, Roe v. Wade is only about abortion There are still issues that underlie that Because when you go back and look at it It is the reason that prisoners or those that are arrested Can say, no, you cannot draw my blood because I'm a Jehovah's Witness Well, that religious belief overrides any policy that's in place. Now, understand, there's a reason the policy is in place, but for the mere fact that they're doing it does not override law. The law is you have a choice, and if your religious preference is your choice, they have to respect that, just as they have to call you by the name you tell them, because Everyone that is a public servant is just that a public servant. They cannot give you orders or instructions without you asking for it. The only thing that they're able to do is advise. When you're looking looking at the things that are afforded to you through World V Wave, I just touched on like minor things because even things such as prostitution i actually did uh, another podcast which you'll probably hear next week regarding that because prostitution is a roe v wade type issue simply because a man or a woman has the right to do whatever it is with their body that is not harming others in that instance i don't want to like call out a particular person but Roe v. Wade is also the reason why people are in an uproar that those that are diagnosed or clinically diagnosed with a even an STD or a life-threatening disease they're not prosecuted criminally because they're still out having sex with those with others unprotected sex rather with others and not ex- disclosing this after being notified or being put on notice that this problem exists and they are quote-unquote contagious like the outbreak monkey and they continue to pass on this deadly disease they are not prosecuted as criminals but because of something such as Roe v. Wade and HIPAA, which are privacy issues, they are not entitled to disclose medical issues with it, with you. And they are allowed to do what it is with their body that they choose. This is why whenever you're looking at this, you have to look beyond the abortion aspect of it. You have to look beyond the Supreme Court issuing of just the overlying verbiage of it. It is a greater issue at stake because every aspect of this has to do with being able to choose what it is you do with your body. Now, a lot of people like the fact that the government can't step in and tell you okay well you have to do this and you have to do that because at the end of the day who likes taking orders I know I don't I'm not very good at somebody you know, telling me what I can and can't do you know and I'm also not one of those that just do it just just because somebody else is telling me I have to Oh, well, you can't do that. Why? Why can I not do that? Who said I can't do it? Now, it's different if I make a choice to not do it or to do it, which is the reason God gave us this thing called free will, not government rulership. Free will is done through absolute choice. And it's the reason why whenever you're entering into a contract, you must have sound mind to exercise free will your choice a medical procedure is nothing other than something that you are doing with a sound and clear mind and of your own volition which is of your own choice so anytime somebody's telling you that oh you can't do this and this is the reason why, or you can't do that, and this is the reason why, you have an alternative to say, hey, I can do that because the state can't give me restrictions. God is the only restrictor. God is the one that gave me breath. God is the one that issued me this body. God is the one that allowed this to happen. This, this is the one that allowed me to be in this position. So you can't give me instructions. I didn't ask for it. But if I'm going for medical advice, that's exactly what I'm going for. I'm going for medical advice to tell me, okay, this is what I believe is your best course of action for the result that you're looking for. I don't care if it's rather to live another 100 years or to actually make it through the week. These are the things that I want to know. These are the things I'm going to To the hospital for. These are the things that I'm seeking medical advice for. And these are the things that are allowed by medical professionals as well as government representatives. They are allowed to offer instruction, uh, excuse me, offer advice when asked. But if I'm not asking for it, I don't have to follow their advice or instruction. Now, just in closing, if Brett Kavanaugh or Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh now decided that, you know what, I don't want to want abortion anymore. I want to abolish abortion. The issue that he would have with that is the simple fact that, one, that's only one aspect of Roe B. Wade. Whether we like it or not, is just one aspect. And he would still have to have four other people to say, you know what, Brett You're right, but the problem is even in Roe v. Wade, there was a subsection which dealt with part of what is being argued, which like I said, the first part of it was the fact that the fetus had to be at a certain ability of breathing without or outside the womb. So it had to be breathing without the aid of the mother. And then two, there were other restrictions such as the health of the mother and the situation in which the mother was, which the child was conceived. Because even in a case later that was decided in 1973, seven to two, it was considered Doe v. Bolton, which was announced the same day as Roe v. Wade the court deemed abortion a fundamental right under the Constitution and therefore subjecting all laws attempting to restrict to the standard of strict scrutiny which was again the safe ability of the child or the childbirth, excuse me safe, the safety of the childbirth fetal viability which was again at the point the child can breathe without the mother, not necessarily the aid of an incubator or something that uh, allowed the child to breathe such as an aspirator as well. Now, one of the things that I found surprising, but again, it was why this case deals with the right of use of your own body. And it was a portion that was written by some scholars. And I believe the scholars were from um, Harvard. And they wrote about the 13th Amendment. And the reason we're actually hearing about certain things or certain aspects of the 13th Amendment is because most people don't know any amendments. And they don't understand the aspect or even the gravity of Of the application of any of them And we heard Kanye West Scream with Donald Trump a couple days ago That the 13th Amendment should be abolished Which again He's not understanding or able to grasp The concepts that was written In the construction of the 13th Amendment Now here's why Roe v. Wade Became such a compelling and important thing and why you are able to do what it is you want to do with your own body. Now, I'm going to read this as close to verbatim as possible. Now, when women are compelled to carry and bear children, they are subjected to involuntary servitude in violation of the 13th Amendment. Even if women have stipulated to have consented to the risk of pregnancy that does not permit the state to force her to remain pregnant now understanding involuntary servitude regardless or not it is slavery because if somebody else is telling you what you can and can't do when you can and can't do it it is a subjugation And we all know public officials are not employers. They are employees of the people, which why they are called public servants. And you have never heard a servant give a master orders. You have never heard a servant give a master instructions. So you cannot have a servant telling a master what he can and can't do because then the servant is no longer a servant. The servant is a master and the master is a servant. So again, one more time, you have never heard a servant give a master orders. So if a woman is forced to carry a child, if a person is forced to have a medical procedure without consent, if they can't search you without consent, If they can't approach you and have a conversation with you without consent, where do they have the authority to do anything to you or tell you you can't or can't do something? If everything they do, they must articulate. They must be able to come through and tell you who they are. They must be able to articulate why they're stopping your locomotion. They cannot give you instructions because these are, again, things that a servant can and cannot do. They must be able to accept the fact that you are the master. They must accept that they took an oath to be a servant. They must be able to perform the duties that they took an oath to uphold and sustain they cannot subject you to involuntary servitude which is why putting you on probation and then saying if you don't give me your money you're going to jail that is a form of slavery when you're talking about you have to do this or you're going to lose your liberty that is slavery We may not like the word, but we cannot change the context in which it was written because, yes, there are still subjugation and there are still forms of slavery even today, because most people say things that they have no idea what it means, such as abolish the 13th Amendment. When God is the reason that you have the right to do what it is that you want to do with your body. If you don't want to take a field sobriety test, guess what? There are other things that are available to you. You can also still stop and fight these in court. The problem is most people will not. We know that for a fact because 95% of people that have any charges often take a plea and never go before a judge or a jury with their case. So does that make it right? No, that just makes it convenient. Sometimes inconvenience is the only remedy for poor policing. It is the only remedy for being able to be free because freedom isn't free. There are people losing their lives for this. There are people that are standing on the front lines trying to give out information that is valuable for this. And there are still those that are out there not taking advantage of this. And when I say not taking advantage, I don't mean over usage of this or going out looking for issues. But what I'm saying is those that are actually freely exercising their God given right. Not looking upon the constitutional restrictions that are placed upon our government, but actually exercising our God given rights now I'm going to go for the I'm going to actually finish this for my religious people because I want you to understand the government wants to be our master but they only have the ability to govern with our consent because when you look at movies and you understand the verbiage that they're using and you hear The governed only can govern By the consent of the governed So that means those that are being governed Are the masters If you have to give them consent to do their job They are the governors Which means they are the servants They have to work towards our benefit It is their fiduciary duty And if they choose not to do it then they can also choose to leave. So this is where I'm going to close with today. And again, I thank everybody that has been donating. You know, hit the Apple Pay, the Cash App, Venmo, Google Wallet, or whatever it is today, PayPal. I appreciate everybody. We're still growing. We're still going. And I love each and every one of you. Keep listening. Share this. Do whatever you need to do. Keep us rolling.